welcome to a very rainy edition of the Talking Jacks podcast. I am your host, Alex Warren, joined by my co-host, as always, Ben Gosshorn. How you doing today, Ben? Doing good. Doing good. How are you, Alex? I'm doing okay. Uh, just before we get started, we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the uh, victims of the Hurricane Irma, That's as it's kind of dis- disintegrating. Um, Dissipating, maybe. Uh, Florida really got hammered in uh, the, uh, the, the, the Caribbean as well, um, so we just want to send our thoughts and prayers out to those folks, um, especially those of you in the USL family. Uh, stay safe out there. Yep. So. But uh, because of the hurricane, our Saturday matchup that we previewed last episode got postponed, yep. so rendering our episode essentially useless. Pretty much. Um, at least outside of the first 20 minutes or so. <laughs> um, so this one's going to be rather short uh, since we don't have anything to review. And unfortunately, neither one of us were able to make it to yesterday's uh, picnic for the season ticket holders. Uh, I feel like a terrible season ticket holder. Yeah, we're basically terrible fans of this. Yeah, we probably shouldn't even do the podcast. Now. Yeah, we should probably have to forfeit our podcast right. They at probably this won't point. let us into the sports box after that. Nope. Sorry, guys. <laughs> They're gonna re- rescind our season tickets. Yep. But, anyways, I hope everyone enjoyed it. It looked like it was a great time. Um, but you know, stuff comes up, and family stuff is more important most of the time. Life most happens. of the time. Um. And I apologize in advance if you hear my dog running around and jingling. Uh, she's very active this uh, this evening. So yeah, the third member of our podcast is very active. That's um, right. She does not have thumbs though, so she can't be too active. I guess she does have a pretty good voice though. She does, which if hopefully you, you will not hear. Hopefully, <laughs> that's that's exactly right. <laughs> she looked really sad as I said so. that. But uh, I guess we're gonna just kind of jump into this preview for uh, the game Saturday against the Ottawa Fury. Um, Unfortunately, this was the game that uh, we our beatless streak came to the, to an end back in uh, August, and double. Unfortunately, the stream uh, was not ideal, to no, put it yeah, kindly. Basically, and it rendered the rewatch of the match um, essentially useless. Basically, so we don't have a whole lot of insight to give outside of what we gave on the original episode so if you want to hear that i don't know why you would you can go back <laughs> because we had to guess on several of the yeah. you know plays back when it happened just about every it goal just that happened was uh obscured by the stream yeah, yeah it was very strange that one was bad but the good thing is we that team fired their coach shortly after because apparently uh well once you beat the best team in the usl you can't do any better so (laughs) why not walk out on a high he did he wanted to go uh i don't know what it was i don't remember exactly why he left but yeah he wanted to take a take a break go off on the top uh and fortunately i guess not really fortunately for us it doesn't really make a difference for us but they have not really fallen off but they were they were on the cusp of the playoff picture they uh, were and they they have yet to win since that game right yeah. they have they've fallen all the way down to 12th wow um, that is well that tells you how uh congested that middle of the pack is mm. that fight for the last playoff uh spot or two yep. is really um really going to be interesting down the stretch we won't we're not we're going to touch on the playoffs a little later mm. um, so we won't get too far <laughs> we won't get too far down that rabbit hole yet so like we said, they've got no wins, but they have drawn what three or four times 
Yeah, they've drawn a handful of times. They don't necessarily have a bad record. I right. Mean, I feel like so they've they're, played some decent uh, They're getting teams. points, just not victories. Ooh, yeah, so their last five games, they've got a lot of gray squares. Um, they've got, <laughs> instead of red or green, but they've got one loss in their last five, and then the rest have been draws. So they're, um, they're trying to catch up with uh, OCB for the... Supporter shield for save or ties? That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. No, I understand what you're trying um, to say. Uh, that the was mo- a stretch there. The team with the most draws. The artist award. <laughs> That's a thing now. The artist award. I like that. We'll have our own award show at the end of the year. <laughs> Completely useless and ridiculous. Yeah. But Awards just like that. But in that first matchup, you know, we dominated the possession. Um, and we just, it was like we just didn't shoot well at all we had 11 shots and only one was on target um which is a little bit actually no it's more than a little bit it's a lot uncommon for us normally (laughs) we don't take uh we don't take a lot of shots we don't waste shots normally normally if we're we're in a good shooting position it's going to be on target or close yeah so i mean normally i think we're about at i don't know 40 50 percent for uh, shooting accuracy. Yeah. So, this one was a whopping 9%. Yeah, 9%. Just a barely above 9% too. So it, it wasn't our best game. Let's put it that way. Um, we did see Siaj going pretty early. And we oddly enough had Ekra on the wing, which I thought was the weirdest part of our formation. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was very that strange. That was, you know, Jan Ekra has had a tough year when it comes to being played out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... They, they were experimenting a lot with him up top, and then they kind of pushed him back a little bit in more of an attacking midfield role. And then lately he's been coming off the bench um, kind of in close game situations, I guess before his injury, and he was kind of closing out the game at defensive midfield, which we I think everybody agrees is his best position. Trying to fill in for Alex Martinez um, was a big ask yeah. uh, for him on the road um, and and that was coming right, right off the heels of a disappointing draw to Toronto at the last second um, mm. and so I'm sure some of the guys were spent because they you know spent the last 30 minutes of that one down a man um, as well so it was an odd game odd, a little bit of an odd lineup to we were a little hamstrung I guess on the on the wing but we've got Hopefully, with the week off, maybe we can mm-hmm. get some of these injured guys back healthy. Um, you know, we don't we won't have an update probably until Thursday again. Yeah. So seems like Wednesday, Thursday seems to be the the typical the update day. Yeah. So uh, we'll tweet James it Thomas out. Tweet. Yeah, we'll tweet it out um, and let everybody know. We won't record a special episode about it, but uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we will get the information out there as quick as we can. Mm-hmm. But you consult know, your Twitterverse. I don't really know what kind of matchups we're going to be watching out for, but I think we can pretty much bet that if we're going to score in this game, it's probably going to be Enzo. Enzo has really yeah. been scoring a lot lately. He's been uh, really ever since Herrera had his huge month mm-hmm. in July. Uh, Enzo kind of stepped up huge in August and really carried us uh, in some yeah. tough, tough games, especially with, with Herrera going out injured. Uh-huh. Um, he stepped up big time. He's yeah. been uh, he's been insane. I mean, I, I think he scored. Oh, I should know that. Just over ten goals last year. He's obviously surpassed that at this point. He's uh, in 
contention for the Golden Boot now. He is. Uh, in hot contention, too. So it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what transpires with that. And the rest of the season will be really interesting how that uh, all shakes up there. It will be interesting. As I think last year, I bl- I'm, I'm going off the top of my head. I'm not going to look it up. I think he had nine goals and five assists last year. Yeah, and was right. a finalist for MVP. Mm-hmm. And I think as of right now, he's got 16 goals and he's got five assists, five assists as well. Yeah. So. so I don't see why I don't see why you could leave him off the MVP list this year either. Um, yeah. In fact, I would argue that he's done as much as anybody else to to earn it. There's still several games left, so you know that that award is probably yet to be decided. Um, but he's put himself in a in the conversation for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, he's he's playing phenomenal right now because yeah. I looked at it when I was going to preview the Charleston-Charlotte uh, game, and it's it we still will be playing them two times the rest of the season, so we'll be able to we see will. this matchup We will. It'll be a little more congested, but, um, unfortunately. But. The Enzo-Romario similarities are, are similar. Romario's just – he's scored a ton of goals in a short amount of time. He's played less games – than both Dane Kelly and Enzo. Um, the one thing, the one caveat to that, I think, um, is that I don't know that Romario's to be able to come back and score in droves as he did earlier in the season. Yeah, Because he hasn't it's had hard. That, that much reps with the yeah, team. Yeah, it's hard to capture um, that kind of form, and it's sorry. All right, not sorry. It's um, it's unfortunate for him. I don't know it why. It is, yeah. You know, he kind of – the Gold Cup was, I'm sure, great for his career, but it kind yep. of hurt – Charleston's season as a whole and in his season in the USL yeah because um, he really hasn't has he, has he has he scored since he came back from the gold cup he might have you know what but I feel it, like it he was has. nothing like that he had yeah. a huge lead in the golden boot race for a while he did yeah and now he, he's I think been, he had a two or three goal lead I mean Dane Kelly's been right up there a lot too but I mean if you look at it right now with Romario Dane Kelly and Enzo Romario is has scored a goal every 92.8 minutes uh or yeah, goal per minute. He's what else is he? He's got a high shooting accuracy as well. He's at sixty-seven percent, and Enzo's right at sixty-four. But I mean, at this point, it's Romario's to lose. I feel like, but I mean, Enzo. I'd love to see Enzo do it, and with him doing that, depending on where we can end the season, there, I think he'll be in. Uh, he'll be in contention for the MVP. I think. I think we can kind of. Yeah, I agree, and up. I like. But uh, I mean, Herrera could come back too. He's he's still in yep. fifth, if I'm not mistaken. That's true. He's still on the page. I know page. he has twelve, so he's, he's still, only four back. So he's still on the graphic. Um, so he's in contention. There you go. Yep. <laughs> still on the graphic. And, and as uh, I believe Gary F tweeted out earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, that uh, there's two Independence players in the race for Golden Boot of teams who don't get to play against the Timbers too. Yes, so, who have like a negative twenty five? Oh, they are they are garbage. I think I was. It's interesting because <laughs> yeah, negative twenty five, and then you've got the Galaxy who have a negative twenty four. So the Western you've got Conference like five is teams just gold that have a negative city. Yeah, you've got five teams in the West that have a negative ten goal differential. So I mean, mm, who's earned it more? That's the question. Exactly, Eastern steeper competition. Conference. Anyways, so another kind of. Uh, I guess transition here. Another player that's really having a good season for the independents is Cody Mizell. Cody, Cody, Cody. And, you know, we haven't gotten to talk about him as much here lately because he hasn't had as much to do. He hasn't been um, – I don't think he's 
really been nominated for save of the week here lately because he really had not had to make many saves. <laughs> I think he was last week, actually. Was he? Yeah. I, no Maybe way. not last week, but the because last week would have been the one he didn't play. Um, but the week before, I think he was. Don't quote me on that. But he's up there on saves. Like, if you look at the USL as a whole At right one now, point, he was leading the USL in saves. Mm-hmm. He's right but now I don't know where he is now. behind the leader. Oh, man. He's got a really difficult name to pronounce. The goalkeeper for the Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC, which is a really long name. It is Moise... Puti? <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. That's the, I really don't know how to pronounce it. That's the I best wish I, I had do. like a applause I mean, sound right there because that was a fantastic effort. Or like a Charlie Brown swing and a miss. Type Maybe thing. that too. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's right behind. I mean, if you look at Eastern Conference too, he's uh, three saves behind Mitch Hildebrandt. Um, but he's in, he's contention for one of the higher ones up there too, and he's got a good save percentage too. Um, he's at seventy one point six right now. He's got five clean sheets, um, and if you compare him to the uh, Ottawa Ottawa's goalkeeper, they're kind of taking a step back, I guess. Um, Ottawa his Callum Irving is his name. He's the other Callum, I guess you could say, or the, the Canadian of the Callum. Two Callums. Yes, he's the Canadian Callum. Um, I'd say they look similar, but they don't look similar at all, um, other than the names. But he's got a 64.7 uh, save percentage, six clean sheets. Uh, and Ottawa's I – I don't really don't know how to – I mean, the stream obviously was messed up. I've seen some of their games here and there. But, like, their stats are pretty pedestrian, to be honest with you. They're – on paper, they look to be essentially the definition of mediocre. <laughs> yeah. They have seven wins – uh, is it nine losses and ten draws, or is, do I have it backwards? Oh, uh, I just, think the second one is losses. Yeah, second one is normally losses. They've got okay, so eight. they have. I had it backwards, and they have seven oh. wins, nine losses, and ten draws. Yes. So it's not the side of that spectrum you want to be on. Yeah, and they have only two wins on the road, uh, yeah. but they have and they and they lose a lot. They've lost seven games on the road. Yeah. So they have been playing better lately on the road. Um, you know, they've gotten a point out of, I believe, their last three road games. Yeah. And, and if you look at their, like, offensive stats, too, like, they're they're scoring decently. Like, they're 1.3 per game, which is not bad. Where is that? Oh, I should have had that ready. Well, to be fair, they did score nine goals in two games back in May. Mm. Um, on Against New York Red Bulls, too, they scored four goals. And against the Richmond Kickers, they scored five goals in back-to-back weeks. So yeah. that could be Those inflating are two of the their worst. average a little bit. Yeah, that's two of the worst, though. I know uh, the Red Bulls, they average – oh, where's that at? I'm looking at my little board here that I finally updated. So Tor- <laughs> Richmond's not bad, actually. They're one of the better ones. They're better defensively, uh, yeah. But that- New York has given up the most uh, goals per game. They're at 1.7 goals gotcha. uh, per game. And they're probably – one of the worst in the USL, but they've been playing pretty well here recently. I would say they're, they're one of the teams that um, I'm kind of scared of them, to be honest with you. Cause they seem to be able to just plug in anybody at their striker position. Yeah. Uh, Bonobo. I'm going to look at that right now, actually. Bonobo. I think he is their striker. If I'm not mistaken, he has been playing really well recently. Um, he, I think he came on later in the season um, shortly after Brandon Allen was sent off to Minnesota United. Uh-huh. That was around the All-Star break, I believe. I would guess he's going to be at like five or six goals at this point. 
and I don't think he's I think he's probably played that many games. I'm going to look at that right now. Oh, well, he's played eight games. I bet he's appeared in eight, so how many starts that is, I can see here in a minute. But he scored six goals uh, in a short That's amount of time. pretty good return. Is, yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's do some magic. He scored. Let's learn how to use a computer. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, he scored um, six goals. Um, they're all from his right foot, interestingly enough. So, guard the right side, uh, defenders. But um, he's scoring at a rate of 96.5, or he's scoring a goal every 96.5 minutes, which is very good um, yeah, in limited time. Yeah, that's about once a game. So, yeah. So he's really kind of stepped up for New York Red Bulls too. Um, who I guess we're as we kind of transition, we'll we'll get back to our predictions uh, for the Ottawa match at the end of the game or at the end of the pod. But as we kind of transition here into the playoff picture, um, New York Red Bulls is kind of on the outside looking in right now for a home playoff game. Yeah, um, I think they're in happen. fifth, but sixth right now. Oh, they're in sixth. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, so, they're sitting at thirty-eight points. Um, they do have a game on hand, in hand on basically everybody. Everybody in the playoff I, picture, um, they played 27 games. Well, let me word this correctly. New York Red Bulls and OCB has played 27 games. Everyone has played less than that in the playoff picture. Yeah, and the Cincinnati and above. Hurricane really kind of threw a wrench into the things for a lot of teams. I think there were at least three games affected by that. Mm. Uh, so that's part of the reason why there's several teams with games in hand now. Yeah. But another team to kind of watch out for is Rochester Rhinos, who have oh, very quietly uh, taken third place. Yeah, I would say uh, so. And they still have an extra game in hand on us and Charleston mm-hmm. and two games in hand on, uh, I guess, the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, It'll it, be interesting. I they, mean, we're, if we – I hate to say that we, we need another win because I feel like we've, I've said that every week now. Um, but for us to lock in that first second slot there, we need to watch out for the Rhinos, well, especially considering to be fair, we do have we do have a five point lead on them right now. They, we're, they're on forty two points with a game in hand, yeah. um, and we're on forty seven points. Um, but the way the schedule kind of shapes up, we're going to have a lot of control over what happens in the playoffs. I would I would really love to overtake first. But at this point, it is Louisville City's to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they're still playing really well. They've won four out of their last five. Yep. Um, but the meat of their schedule is essentially the last two weeks, right? I mean, they yeah, they still have a game in hand on us as well. They. I don't even we, know when they're going to pl- catch up. To be honest with you, probably not until like the final the final game. Yeah, I think they play a Friday game. Because I believe they play four games in the last 14 days. I think that's their how their schedule shapes up. Um, yeah. they Well, they play four games in 12 days? I think my math is right there. Yeah. But yeah. they're playing pretty mediocre competition. I mean, they play Rochester, which will be a very important game. They play them um, five days after they play Bethlehem Steel on the 20th of September, so nine days from – the day we are recording that, which is a Monday. Um, but, yeah, so they are going to play a Wednesday night matchup in Rochester, which will be very important for the playoff picture. Yeah, that that's, could that's be, be really interesting. one where we're kind of hoping they Ooh. draw. <laughs> is that the game? Is that the same day we play Charleston? 
The twentieth? Yes, it is. Wow! So the top so that'll four be, teams. That'll will be a play. big day in USL. Yep. Wow! All right. Um, you know we'll we'll get to that here in a minute, but I think I still think at this point Louisville is in the driver's seat. I I kind of think they're going to hold on to first. Um, yeah. I mean, like like we said, a lot can happen. I yep. think everybody still has uh, at least six games to play, and um, some some have more. Some have less. Just depends on where you fall on the games yep. in hand. And that um, that playoff picture there at the bottom is interesting too, because like, yeah, Bethlehem I don't. Think, Steel is looking on the outside now, and they've lost. Um, yeah, they've not been playing well lately. Oh yeah, they do have three losses in a little while there. The Pittsburgh, who did they play? I remember they had a chance to jump up there. They could have gone as Pittsburgh far as faced seven. Louisville this past weekend. Yeah, and, and they lost three zero. Yeah, yep. see, they we were that really was a pretty important them. game for their uh, their season there. Uh, but they haven't played well against Louisville. I think I saw their um, Louisville's beaten them twelve zero on aggregate. Wow. Yeah. Um, so well, not very good. Louisville's but, got a twenty four goal dif- plus twenty four goal difference. They've yeah. they, they've had a really good season. Um, Fifteen five and five. That's. I think if you ask any team in the league, they would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> but but Pittsburgh is still in it. St. Louis still has an outside chance. Very much at so. getting in there, I mean, really, you could probably go all the way down as far as 13th to Harrisburg. Um, the way that the teams that they have to face, they play Cincinnati, who is in the eighth spot. Then they face Toronto. Then they face Ottawa. Then they mm. face St. Louis. So, and then they've got Charleston to finish the season. Oh, but, yeah. but those four games right there, if they can take a, two or three wins out of those, they're right there in the in the playoff picture as well going into the last week. So yeah. it, it's kind of, you know, I know we said that Louisville kind of has an easy schedule, but if they're facing some of these teams that are fighting for their that final playoff spot, I don't think it's going to come super easy. So that, that's that's, a, that's something to watch as well. I, it's um, I, I guess that's something that kind of sets us apart from world soccer is the is playoffs and, and – mm. We talked earlier off air about how we don't really like the format of the playoffs and how it yeah. doesn't necessarily, um, it doesn't always lend the the most deserving team winning the championship. Uh, but you could say that about every other American sport. Yeah. Um, but you know it, that is what it is. But it does create a lot of drama uh, towards the end of season. So I, I'm excited to to watch that race kind of through our rearview mirror um, as we hopefully stay in the top four. I really want to hold on to second. Um, I know it's going to be yep. it's going to be tough, mm-hmm. um, and, and that and we'll kind of get into our finish here in a minute. Or right now, actually, <laughs> we have two huge games coming up against Charleston, and, yep. and because of the the storm, we this this coming week we've got uh, three huge games in a seven day stretch. Um, yep. Coming off a week of rest, that could help out. You know, we we did get the week off, so. It's not – I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know if it's – because I know we had a lot of injuries, so having an, having yeah. a week off might do us some good. It might get uh, – have excuse me. It might uh, get some of these guys a chance to get healthy quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also could throw us off our rhythm a little bit. It could. Um, because like we talked about on the last podcast, or maybe it was two podcasts ago uh, – <laughs> Every single game we had remaining was evenly spread out. You know, at least yeah, we had at like least five a... days between all the games, and now yeah. we'll have uh, we have Ottawa, Charleston, Tampa Bay, all in one week. Yeah, and uh, 
that that may we may have to see some squad rotation, um, regardless of injuries. Yeah, maybe we'll see some more Bender. Um, uh, yeah, coming on as a substitute. To. Uh, I'd love to see some Calvert before we get into the playoffs. I know yeah. he was probably he I think was, it was two weeks out last two time weeks we did out the last week. Um, so we should see him. We could see. We him. could probably see him Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, Wednesday a, as a Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. Um, but it's our road to second is not going to be easy because uh, we play nope. a lot of teams that are going to be fighting for position in that the playoffs. Tampa there. Bay Rowdies game is going to be tough. Uh, that was yeah. a that's a team we haven't seen in a really long time. Yeah. So a lot they've lost a lot of players since then to uh, transfers and mm-hmm. but they they lost they've their stuck center around. Back. Uh, what was his name? Damon Lowe. I think, he went lost, to some I think they Swedish lost a striker as well to MLS. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Brown? Yeah. I think, yeah, Deshaun Brown. I think, he, I think at the time he was their leading goal scorer. But yep. they still, they've stuck around. They're still in contention for a home playoff game, um, yep. which you would expect. And they play really uh, good They were at home a really too. good team to start the year. They were up towards the top, and then they kind of hit a lull. Yep. And then they've really been kind of up and down since then. So that's going to be a tough game. Um, especially coming off the heels of a huge game away to Charleston mm-hmm. coming off the heels of a home game. So it's, it's that, that, you know, the rescheduling while, you know, I, we completely understand oh, yeah. uh, the reasoning behind it. You know, we, we won't complain about that, but it does kind of alter our, our strategy as we kind of look down the barrel of the gun mm-hmm. here. Uh, three tough games right in a row. We're still it, we still have an Enzo Martinez suspension looming, unfortunately. Well, he, we got good news on that front. My, did you not read the report last week? I may not have read the report. Enzo Martinez oh, received a, a green card. Oh my God, he got it. Okay, got that it. is amazing. I, that, is that, that's what they're calling it. Is right? it? I don't know. I, actually, I may have made that up. Um, that uh, makes sense. But though. green would be the opposite of yellow and red. It so. would mean per, move forward. So so now he's got a two cushion. Yeah, so they rescinded uh, one of his yellow cards for good behavior. Very cool. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Because I saw that uh, there was a Harrisburg, the, not the James Thomas that works for the Independents, but the James Thomas that plays for Harrisburg. He got one of those, and I was like, how did he get that anyways? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so but, I think yeah. it was a new thing introduced at the beginning of the season. So I guess Enzo played nicely uh, in the last game, and the uh, USL took notice. I don't know if it's a referee – Giving it, I, you know, I don't know. Be I don't know what the, to see how that works. Yeah, out. That, I don't yeah. know if it's like a committee that reviews the the games and gives them mm. or, or whatnot. Um, but regardless, he's now on three yellow cards instead of four. So that is really good. He, if he does do uh, does anything to get a yellow card, he will have some cushion. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> we don't even have to deal with that because we really need him going down the stretch. And I think he will. Uh, I think he's kind of learned his lesson so to speak I, yeah. I obviously things happen you know you can get yellow cards for uh unintentional things it happens all the time uh, but goals. i don't but um, i don't think i don't think we'll see anything like that you know i don't no, think we'll don't see think any we uh, yellow cards for dissent either um he seems to have uh, not turned an, over a new leaf but to have curtailed that uh part of his emotions um, yeah He's kind of channeled it more into goal celebrations, which is great. You know, keep scoring goals. Uh, keep his beard. I think is growing a little. Maybe so. Too. Maybe the, with with beard comes wisdom. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. Um, but anyways, so he's on now on three yellow cards. So we kind of can relax a little bit about Maybe that. And we and Alex Martinez will 
be back, I believe, in time for the Rowdies game. That feels right. I was wondering when that would be. Which would be let's see. We've good got timing. Well, has he served one game? I think he's only served one game of the four games. Yeah. So. So never mind. He will miss the Rowdies game as well. Damn. He will. Yeah. That that, is, that does because that's going to make it tough on yeah, our um, Toronto one two. That's going to make it tough on our wing depth. Ooh, yeah, true. Very um, true. But he'll be back for the Queen City Cup against Cincinnati. That'll be a, that'll be big. Cincinnati, I think we match up well against them. Yeah. Um, they're another team that is close to the definition of mediocre mm-hmm. at 9, 9, and 8. Um, <laughs> they're filling up all the categories. Yeah. They, but, you know, as we saw in the Open Cup, if they get on, get on a run – they're a dangerous team as well. So, yep. so we, we, you know, we've got a lot to worry about here. The last, it's not going to be easy, uh, but I don't think any, I don't think we would want it to be easy. I think we want to earn it. I, I think we want these tough games all in a row to, I guess, shape up for the playoffs because uh, yeah. we'll need to be peaking at the right time, so to speak, um, to borrow a phrase from like college basketball, mm. uh, We'll and meet. I think we'll be good too. It'd be nice to get. And it may be like a perfect storm too, because if we get Alex back, we'll probably get Calvert. Calvert um, yeah, Calvert will probably be coming right back right about the end of the season too. So the combination of both those forces coming back, because I'm sure Calvert is, has got a lot of uh, pent up skill and desire to play at this point. Um, I'm sure you know. So it'll and he's be got really cool a lot to of see that gel together. Sorry, lost my microphone for a second. <laughs> microphone malfunction. Uh, but, you know, we've kind of looked at the playoff picture. We wanted to do that last week, uh, but and it kind of worked out for us to do it this week. Yep. So let's get back to Saturday and uh, kind of go over our predictions. Mm, prediction time. And I feel, I feel good about this game. I think there might be a little bit of a revenge factor uh, for our guys. You know, they ended yep. our run. They really handed us a, a, a bad loss, 3-1. Yeah. Um, and it was a game where we gave up that, you know, set piece that was, like we said, we didn't think uh, if it was played on grass that it would have been a goal. But I think our guys will be sharp. Um, I think some of them will be well-rested, which is good. It's always nice to get a little bit of rest here as the season winds down. Yep. Rest does um, the body good. I'd like to see Herrera and Enzo back on the field together for an extended period Absolutely. of time. That'll be nice. I definitely do think we need to get Herrera, if, of course, if he's full strength. I think he was. Time in there. Uh, I believe he was, James said last week, that he was back, you know, ready yeah. to go any day now. So I, w- I took right. that to mean he would play on Saturday, but then the game got canceled. So I imagine he will, if not start, he'll come off the bench. Um, I would – I'd be really surprised if he's not starting come Saturday. Um, and I'd, I'd be surprised if we did much rotation. Um, I don't think this is a team we should take lightly. Mm-mm. But due to some of the, you know, due to our situation, we might see a little bit of rotation um, with the maybe the fullbacks. Uh, because we've we may got, see Wechter get a start again. Yeah, that that's true. Um Interesting to see how the Castillo Johnson Yearwood uh, shuffle works out. Yeah, I think we can safely assume Donnie Smith is gone. I think so, uh, but you never know. Maybe he'll. He's a phantom of the night. He may come back. I don't he know. May, he's eligible for the playoffs, so maybe he'll. 
comeback. Yeah, that'd towards be cool. the end of the season. I don't know. You know, that was a that's an interesting the loan the whole loan system in U.S. from MLS to USL is a little bit different than um, anywhere else in the world. You know, MLS has that right of recall where they can. It's kind of like uh, minor league baseball where they can yeah. call up the players anytime they want, essentially. Um, which kind of puts us in a tough spot, you know. But that's another topic for another day. I think we will see ba- basically our normal 11. Mm. Uh, maybe Castillo for Johnson. Uh, and, you know, who knows? Maybe Johnson – maybe maybe you see both. Um, yeah, Johnson I, I wouldn't be, be surprised. I wouldn't again. be surprised if we see Johnson maybe at left back and Castillo at right back at some point during this three-game stretch. I don't know if it'll be Saturday night, um, but we have seen that at least one other time this year because, yeah. you know, we don't really have – I guess if uh, Luke Wechter can slot in as a, as a backup left back. So, you know, he, maybe you see him make a start there, but he hasn't started there since way back in the beginning of the season. So yep. uh, we've got options, but I would expect to see uh, Ross Hilton in the midfield – and then Siage on the left flank, uh, Estrada on the right, and then Enzo, uh, Enzo and Herrera up top, and then the back four of Johnson, Kalungi, Duckett, and uh, Yearwood, and then Cody and goal. I, that that would be what I expect. And I, I'm going to say we win this one three one. Three one. I think it'll be, oh, a, think so it'll a, be a fairly comfortable. A perfect game. revenge story there for you. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. but yes, maybe so. I would love to win it four or five to one, but I don't. I don't know if we. I think it's one of those games where maybe if we build a big lead in the first half, we can kind of get some of those guys out early. Um, I can agree with them. And kind of. I'd love to see more Ben. Rest them. Yeah, I, I, I would too. Uh, especially, I mean, you never know. You, you never know when a guy's going to go down, as we saw, as we've seen over the last few weeks, and, and we might see. Ekra come in early or something, you know, maybe Lewis Hilton comes off or, or Callum Ross comes mm-hmm. off early. If we can get a big lead, um, I would, you know, I would love to be up like three, three Oh going yeah. into halftime or something where we, you know, we just come out kind of like we did. We kind of blitzed uh, Bethlehem steel early in the year yeah. on the road. If, if we could have a game like that where we just blitz them early and then we can kind of just control the rest of the game and not exert too much energy uh, because we've got, bigger fish to fry down the road uh but like i said we shouldn't take ottawa lightly so no i don't think so this may be a an opportunity for them to finally put together some of those new uh schemes and whatnot they've been putting in since their new coach came about but uh I, yeah i think we'll be fine with this game um prediction prediction as far as the roster goes um i do want to see lewis i want to see more lewis well, I but, think we won't have much of a choice. Uh, I think Davidson's probably going to be out this week based on what James told us last week, yeah. uh, having no timetable kind of. Which I think we might as well give him some more time ended. to get fully fully rested, I feel like. Um, yeah. Uh, we haven't – we don't have the best record without him. Yeah. Uh, but if we could get him healthy for Wednesday, I think that would yeah. be huge. I think that would be another point to kind of look ahead to that because we could always bring him in um, like we did – um, in that Bethlehem game, um, where we had that lead, and then we brought mm-hmm. him in the second half. Time. Yeah, um, but he's yeah. such an important player for us. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, we don't give him enough praise. Uh, I don't think you can. I mean, I was looking at it. He's he's missed a not a handful of games. I don't think at this point, but he's missed a couple games just due to rest and whatnot. But he's still 
fourth in the entire USL in passes. And what's his pass accuracy? Let me find that. His pass accuracy is superb as well. Yeah, he's a player. He's he's kind of like the outlook guy. He's always open, and he's always available. Uh, if somebody's in trouble, they can just find him. He's he's always there. You know, he gets himself and he and he, and he really controls the tempo of the game for us. Uh, he moves the ball quickly. He doesn't do a whole lot um, in the attack. I don't know that he has. He might have one or one assist. I I can't remember. Maybe yeah. Uh, oh no, he he does. He did have the game assist in that. Uh, Bethlehem game, didn't he? Oh, for Alex's you're goal. the stats guy, man. I'm pretty sure you're, you're the stats guy. Where am I looking? I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> but I did just see his accuracy is at 91%. Yeah, it's so that's he is very good. That's and he great. does and have he, one assist, which I'm one assist. very okay. confident that that was against the Bethlehem. Yeah, gotcha. But it, you know, like I said, we don't really know a whole lot. We'll update on Thursday. Maybe we'll have a timetable for his return by then. Um, and, you know, you can't say much else. Uh, at this point, the injuries are what they are. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a long USL season. It is, and we've still got, I mean, we still got a month left in the season, essentially. Yeah. Our last game is Saturday, October 14th, and today is Monday, September 11th. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little over a month. This is the home stretch, and then we've got playoffs. So um, if you've got plans in October – uh, on Saturday night, cancel them. Yes. <laughs> and I, I feel pretty confident we'll have at least one or two home games in the playoffs. So at least cancel the rest of October, yep. if not into November, because, you know, you never know. We might have to get a caravan for a USL Cup somewhere. There we go. Let's hope it's not uh, too far west. But yeah, I don't well, think it'll probably be very west probably at this be. point. It'll yeah. probably be. Uh, actually, the Western Conference at this point doesn't exist. So yeah, it's whatever. It's, it's, it's they too just, far west. It's it's not even. I don't even look at their stats or uh, you know, it's just a bizarre setup. I mean, we've, when you've got thirty teams in a league, yeah. and then with all the, you know, who knows how many teams we'll have next year. Um, well, my God, if we take the NASL, yeah. we could have USL Division one, two, three, and four. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I don't know. That's a whole nother podcast episode. Uh, in and of itself and i'm not even touching that one no 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 that's a big issue but we won't get into it today uh you know it was great to have a kind of a weekend off i guess um so i hopefully the players are recharged and uh, just ready to go for this final home stretch um this is it this is big time man basically we got to have kind of a playoff mindset from here on out. In my opinion, we don't, you know, obviously we don't have to win every game like you do in the playoffs, but I think we need to approach, start approaching games as must win uh, yep. just to kind of get in that mindset and get, cause I'm sure the level of intensity is going to pick up. Uh, probably the physicality is going to pick up here at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to get um, some of these young guys are going to get tested and, and I'm excited to see how they do. So uh, what, you know, We'll go. Did you ever go on record to say? I never actually did do a score. Okay, I was kind of happy so. I didn't, but uh, I was about to. Sign, I was about to do our sign off, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, Ben didn't actually." <laughs> I almost pick. snuck away. Uh, so score prediction: two zero. Let's do two zero. Two zero. Clean sheet. Two zero. Clean sheet. Uh, clean code. sheet would be great. That'd be two in a row. Yes. Um, he wasn't. He didn't have much to do last week, so I. I would love it if we had. He had a very quiet night again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways. Uh, you can reach us on – well, hold on. I do have – we have one question. It was question? submitted by 
Jason Bailey, aka Jazz Bye. That's Jazz Bye. That's how I that's how I always pronounce it in my head. It's it's J A S underscore. It should be, but just when I see it, I just say Jazz Bye. But he said, "Why don't you ever get questions in?" Or no, sorry. Here's my question for the pod: Why are you bad at asking the questions with enough notice? And I just tweeted back a GIF saying, "I'm sorry." Because that was totally my fault. I meant to schedule the tweet uh, this morning and then didn't do it. We're going to blame our social media team on that one. And that's me. (laughs) No, don't tell them that. (laughs) Well, no, it's on the Twitter. Oh, true. That's true. That's a good point. So anyways, uh, you know, like I said, you can reach us at Talking Jacks. Um, We'll get the hang of this question thing one day. Um, It's a pleasure talking to your ears as always. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben, do you have anything you need to say before we sign off? I don't normally let you, so oh, wow. take your this chance. Is a lot of pressure. Um, I know you had some stats. I didn't know if you had any that you wanted to throw out as a stat of the day. Stat of the day. Oh, stat of the day. <laughs> that cheer works stat for so many good things. Stat of the day. Um, I mean, we are. I did notice one thing that's caught up with me, uh, or that I finally noticed. We are leading the Eastern Conference in passing accuracy at 81. The Eastern Conference in goals at 50. And conversion rate at 20. So Woo! those are all things to put our hats on. Yeah. Starting to, starting to click. So hopefully they'll keep that up on Saturday. And hopefully everybody is there. Yes. And loud. And hopefully there's blue smoke for Matt's sake. Yeah, where's the blue smoke? Then? Hey, we don't ask the questions. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great week. And come on, you jacks. Woo!